Hi guys, today we're going to be talking about accommodation, a very important concept that is often being overlooked. Even some of the best books on strength training that I have over here barely touch on it. And that's why I decided to give accommodation its own episode to make sure we all understand its importance before moving forward. So what is accommodation? Science and practice of strength training states that accommodation is a decrease in response of a biological object to a continuous stimulus. So now let's dig into it a little more and see what that actually means. Principle of diminishing returns is a prerequisite to understanding how accommodation works. And in order to illustrate it, I'm going to conduct an experiment in this room, which I purposely didn't vacuum for a couple of weeks, so hopefully this will work. I'm going to vacuum this room for the first time now. So this is the amount of dust I was able to collect on the first try. I am now going to empty this container and we're going to vacuum again. So this is the amount of dust we collected on the second attempt. As you can see, it's much smaller. I'm going to empty this container again and we're going to vacuum for the third time. As you can see, the amount of dust we collected is smaller once again. So this is the principle of diminishing returns in action for you. Although I'm putting the same amount of effort while vacuuming this room, on each subsequent attempt I get less and less dust out of it. And this applies to many areas of our lives without most of us realizing this. I'll make one more example to kind of solidify my point here. When I was in college I had to take biology. And let's say I decided to show up to final without any preparation whatsoever and I was lucky enough to get 50. Now, if I was to read the recommended textbook, which is, believe it or not, this beast over here, I don't know who thought it was possible to get through 1200 of pages of condensed material in two semesters, but it seems to be the common theme for college textbooks these days. In any case, if I was to read this book once and went to take a test, let's say my score would jump up to 70. If I was to read it twice, maybe I would get 85. And if I was to read it for the third time, maybe I would get 95. So once again, as you can see, although I'm putting the same amount of effort while reading this book, with each subsequent attempt, my score doesn't jump up in equal increment which is again what principle of diminishing return is all about. So now let's see what this would look like on a graph. On the x-axis we're going to have number of times I vacuumed the room. On the y-axis we're going to have total amount of dust we collected. So as you remember, after vacuuming for the first time, we collected the most dust. 
That amount was slightly less after vacuuming for the second time and we collected even lesser amount after vacuuming for the third time. Now as you can imagine if I was to keep vacuuming this room over and over again at some point I would no longer be getting any extra dust collected because this room would just be that clean and so this line would become flat because there would be no extra dust that we would gather. Which would be the same thing as if I was to finally score a hundred on my biology exam. After that point for me to read that huge book more times would not make any difference. The same thing applies to training. Only now on x-axis we're gonna have years of training and on the y-axis we're gonna have training load. Increasing of the training load is always a good sign that you're making progress even if you are a bodybuilder. There are two points to take away from this discussion. Number one is that doing the same thing over and over and over and over again will eventually stop working. And this is a bit of a trap because everyone knows the results come very easy during the first year of training. As a matter of fact, it's so easy that most guys never actually bother to learn anything about training, which becomes a problem once you enter intermediate stages of your training and now you're simply not knowledgeable enough to make proper adjustments. And it's much more difficult for someone to admit that they still don't know what they're doing after they've been at the gym, let's say, for three years. Number two is that even if you do know what you're doing, the rate of the progress will unavoidably slow. It's not that I didn't know what I was doing while I was vacuuming, and yet I still got less and less dust out of it on each successive attempt. And as a matter of fact, for me to make further progress at some point, my cleaning methods here would have to resemble sterilizing techniques that are used in operating rooms. So similarly to that, in order for you to make progress in very late stages of your career, your training program would have to be more and more sophisticated over time. So this is the accommodation for you guys. It's not a very complicated topic, but at the same time it's crucial to understand and take into account while designing an effective training plan. But this is it for now and I'll see you guys next time.